Hi, I'm Forrest Griffin. Brian Carraway. And Lisa Tate. What's up, guys? This is Joseph Benavidez, UFC Flyweight. Hi, this is Greg Jackson, and you're listening to It's MMA Zing, and that is an amazing pun. Get it? Like MMA, but amazing? Amazing. Radio. Welcome to It's an Amazing Radio. I am your host, Dr. Law. With me, occasionally, Lavender Gooms. That's not fair. <laughs> why, why are you sounding so disjointed? You're sounding like Data has a computer virus in him right now. Got a, What's up with that? I don't know. I got a little stuffy nose all of a sudden. I don't know what happened. Yeah, you had, you had a little Shatner going on right there with your cadence. I mean, this is so this we're just going to shit talk each other this whole episode, folks. Um, guys, if you're ever wondering... What could Bobby and Mike do with an episode with no MMA, really, to talk about? I mean, minimal MMA. Well, this is the week for you, because Thanksgiving happened. Wasn't a lot of MMA happening. And this coming week, UFC's putting on one of their vaunted, um, what do I call these? Garbage cards. Garbage cards is what's happening here. Um, Though this one, one, admittedly. One man's trash is another man's treasure, Bobby. That's what I always say. I got a, this is a side note. I got like these, you know, friends who are getting more into MMA. And then they'll tell me, they'll send, they'll text me and say like, hey, uh, I read that this fight might happen. Or I read that, oh, this fight might get announced. Or this fight is announced. And I tell them, you're really setting yourself up for a life of pain. Because even before COVID, just because they sit they're trying to do something doesn't mean it's going to happen. Or, you know, even if it's signed, we don't know if it's going to happen. Wait until the day of the fight if you can wait until they walk into the cage to get excited that's also an option but just because they wait in doesn't mean the fight's gonna happen either (laughs) true but i I think you got to give them a bit more credit and not give them so much shit because at least in our beloved sport these fights do get booked and maybe for some other screwy reasons, the fight doesn't happen. It's not like in boxing where the fights don't happen until both of the guys are over their prime. You know, so we at least have that. I mean, okay, that's a low bar we're setting here. I mean, you're, you and me are also two people who paid $340 to see GSP versus Nick Diaz. And ended up seeing GSP, or ended up seeing Nick Diaz versus BJ Penn in a three-round fight instead. Not that it was a, not a good time watching Nick Diaz pummel BJ Penn. While sitting next to the BJ Penn section, there was a specific BJ Penn section, and having DJ Mark yell 209 motherfucker loudly while BJ got pummeled, that was a good time. Also, <laughs> also remember that was the fateful fight where uh, Joe Rogan podcast all day, all night. Oh, what a simpler time that set. was where we got excited. We're like, oh, that's nice. Wait, what a nice thing for Nick to do to shout out Joe's little podcast. <laughs> How kind of him. Um, yeah, folks, uh, there's not a lot going on, quite frankly. Um, we're going to preview this Jose Aldo or Jose Aldo. Man's been fighting for like 20 years. I can at least say his name right. Jose Aldo, Rob Font fight. A fight that uh, we actually all called said that would be a sick fight for them to book. A real good fight to test where Rob is at, and they booked it. So that's going to be a fun five-rounder. Don't think it's going to go five rounds, but we'll see. Um, and on the other channel, on Showtime, and those of you go out there and, you know, you can get Showtime right now for a buck a month. Just putting that out there, folks. That is the price for Bellator right now. One dollar. Okay? For two, you got one dollar a month for two months for Showtime. You only need it for a week to watch Horiguchi versus uh, Sergio Pettis. I don't know what Sergio's nickname is, but he needs one. Uh, Anthony's little brother? I mean, that's not good. <laughs> The lesser Pettis. Oh, it's the Phenom. That sucks. That's, that's a shitty nickname. That's, yeah, it is. That's a shit. And I, I'm, I'm Sergio Pettis' guy, and I think that sucks. But anyway, we're going to talk about that fight also. Not the deepest of cards on that side either, but it's Bellator, so we're grading on a curve here, obviously. Correct. Um, shout out to the person on Wikipedia who, wrote, under other names for Sergio Pettis, wrote SP. His initials. Just... A real crackerjacked out job right there, folks, of uh, filling out a man's Wikipedia page. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about that. Uh, we're going to talk about some news. Some weird shit's going on with Diego Sanchez. 
Um, some interesting stuff with uh, Henry Cejudo. Um, Frank Mir looked 100 years old. Or fuck it, Mike. Let's just get into it. Not like we got anything to hold off on here. Um, let's talk about. You want to talk about these fights first that are coming, or do you want to talk about some news? No, let's talk about Diego Sanchez first. Okay, so Diego Sanchez. Um, look, I know we are the podcast that has been barking about people not getting vaccinated and all that stuff. Um, that being said, Diego Sanchez has provided. We don't wish negative. We don't wish bad on anybody. And Diego Sanchez has provided everybody who's on this podcast hours of entertainment with his body for over a decade. So, uh, sounds like Diego's got COVID. Not sounds like. He said he's got COVID. And uh, it's not going well. Um, this is, let me just try to get a, you know, let you guys know the path here we went on. Shitting, coughing, puking, constant hot, cold fevers, pain in every joint, migraines, five days, no sleep, and constantly short of breath. Uh, my boy warned me. I had no idea it was evil. It was this evil. Colby Covington was talking that shit saying is just a common cold. Prayers for all the sick. Um, and then we got uh, the adventure continues. If you qualify for Regeneron antibodies, they work. It's only been six hours and I'm feeling better. Um, thank you. Colin got a friend for telling me about it. Uh, do not wait if you get the if you get the virus, it gets worse. Um, go to ounce, go to once, you know, jump on it ASAP. Hashtag COVID medicine. Um, and then uh, I feel like a Navy SEAL in sleep deprivation. Hell week, another sleepless night. My body is cleaning out all the poison. The antibodies are working. I'm told three days is all it takes for most people. This was November 20th, by the way. Uh, he got pneumonia. That's five days later. Pneumonia COVID, I guess. Blood clots now. COVID is no motherfucking joke. Blood clots in both legs. Uh, I have thousands of thousands of prayer messages to read while I'm in the hospital again. Very inspirational. I'm receiving churches, families, and just a lot of great people putting me in their hearts, taking it to God, the Father. Day 27, still hospitalized and fighting this COVID pneumonia and blood clots. Thank you for your prayers, world. Thank you to the nurses and doctors. I'm not an anti-vaxxer, damn it. Just waiting for the best one to arrive. Tech is only advancing at light speeds, right? Uh, you see that mm, wait uh, this has been the okay. fight of a fighter's life no fight camp or opponent has dominated me like this it's been a long fight last night i think i finally won around with the help of my corner god jesus holy spirit and the many candles prayer candles prayers lit in the hearts of my loved ones and finally i love my mama you were going to say something about one part not to kick a man down but you were going to point out one part of what he just said well two things uh, i guess going going backwards uh someone he didn't mention in his corner were you know the doctors who were you know pumping him well, full he, of whatever he did say medication. thank you to doctors and nurses in the middle of that oh too. did he so, yeah okay. okay i didn't i didn't notice that um shit i lost my train of thought on what was the other thing i was gonna mention about oh the vaccine uh, he's looking uh, for the right uh, yeah. one about him not being an anti-vaxxer which i mean i believe him if he doesn't if he says he's not but about the um, you know, the, 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 the best technology and I guess the quip about light speed makes me think he was saying that facetiously and tongue in cheek. Um, I, I Do don't we know. think Diego's capable of that. Saying anything he's facetiously or tongue in cheek. He's been the head a lot and based off his actions over the last five years, probably not now that, now that you mentioned that, um, if his thought process is he wants the best technology and that's what he's waiting on, look, I hope, I really hope he gets better. I don't know if that is the correct tactic to go with. I mean, just play the numbers, Diego. I mean, would you, if you're not an anti vaxxer, would you rather wait for, uh, Honestly, I think a mythical vaccine that's better than the 90% efficacy that, uh, you know, not not the Johnson & Johnson, but the other two have, which according to vaccine experts, a 90% efficacy rate is about 20% more than anything they consider a good vaccine. So I don't really know what he's talking about there. Yeah. Um, obviously, you can't get a vaccine now. He's already sick. But... 
wishing Diego all the best. And when some promoter tries to book him in a fight, really hope it's in a state that checks medical records. Because I don't want to take away this man's ability to make a living, but he, it, this isn't going well for him is what it sounds like. And it'd be nice, and I know that you know he didn't part the UFC on the best terms with his weird snake oil salesman of a life coach slash manager, that Fabia prick, um, who I still think was trying to fuck Diego, like literally. Um, I, it sounds like he's at least separated himself from that, and I'm not saying they owe him anything, but this is guys from the Ultimate Fighter One. I know it didn't end well. He. I if you can help if they can help him in any way it'd be nice you know just it doesn't saying. sound like he's hurting financially I mean it just sounds like oh he's Diego's off. Diego's lost so much of his money over the years man Diego's been oh. swindled by so many people it's that's a that's a shame as well because like you mentioned you know we have had so many entertaining Diego Sanchez fights um, he really has entertained us well. Yeah. For me, at least a decade. For you, even longer, because you've been watching since the Ultimate Fighter one. Yeah, more or less, so. basically. Yeah. So, yeah, man, it's just. I know this would be a podcast of you and me talking nonsense, but let's just. Talk, I mean, this. Is, I just saw it, and the picture of him with all the shit on him at the hospital and stuff. You know, you wish him all the best. Yeah. Yeah. Just definitely. wish him all the best. Um, speaking of the hospital, you saw Jr. was in the hospital. Uh, yeah, uh, Jr. Uh, battling, I think it was his skin cancer again. Yeah, uh, sounds like he's got one of his treatments done. He's got twenty-one left. Um, I remember he showed a picture of his. He has it on his ankle. He showed one picture earlier without the before you know uncovered before they started doing treatment. Looks fucking gnarly. Looks really gnarly. And uh, just hoping Jr. gets better too. Just you know, while we're talking. Um, other news, Mike. Sounds like Triple C might have willed this ridiculous title shot into existence. Um, Henry Cejudo, who has not fought since he beat up Dominic Cruz, probably. That sound right to you? Maybe. I think that was uh, the last title defense. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, which is interesting in its own right, quite frankly. Um, Triple C says he wants. Does Henry Cejudo said he wants? Um, Volkanovski. He wants a shot at the 145-pound title. He's It's been kind of dismissed as a ridiculous request. I'm not necessarily advocating for it here, Mike. And by the way, the news is that his manager, Ali Abdulaziz, says, like, like Henry's been back in the USADA pool since the beginning of October. And he thinks that he, they're going to get that fight done for, like, February or March. I'm not advocating for it necessarily, but in a world where they're talking about Max and Volkanovski 3, not that I don't want to see that. I mean, if we're at that point. I mean, Max and Volkanovski 3 doesn't sound that bad. That sounds like No, it awesome does. There were fight. two good fights, and I thought Max, I think we all thought Max won the second one. Not that it was a robbery necessarily, just a close fight. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's hard to book a third fight when one guy's up 2 nothing, though, honestly. It, it is. Um... And with that being said, you know, maybe it wouldn't be the worst thing for Volkanovski to take another fight. And if there's nothing else that's compelling at 145, then why not? Fuck it. Let's have Cejudo move up 20 pounds from what he was normally fighting at and see if he can well, look, in fairness, he a third a, belt. He hasn't fought at 25 in a while. He was fighting at 35 most recently in his defense. Yeah, but he was, but historically, he's a 125er. I mean, yeah. Um... Look, he's a great fighter. He kind of left early. If he's going to keep doing it and this president brings him back and he wants to actually fight, okay. I mean, I don't know if there is to say. Like, okay. I mean, he he was such a good fighter and he was making he had made so many strides by the time, you know, he went into early retirement. It'd be interesting to see how that fight goes, but I got to imagine he is He's going to be so much smaller than Volkanovski going into that fight. Volk is not tall, but he's like, this is a thick dude. He, he's not tall, but I can never forget Volkanovski weighed like 240 pounds at one point or something. I mean, 
that's true. You gotta you gotta assume Volkanovski walks around at like maybe what one eighty. You think he's going down thirty five pounds? I don't know. We saw him. Did he look that big to you? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. We saw him from far away. We could have gotten closer in, I guess, if we had fan if we had fanboyed out like you had wanted to. I mean, Fo- following I, him to the fucking pool. I just wanted to go to the pool with the big screen. I thought maybe we could talk our way in for free. Hopefully, um, yeah. Okay, he hasn't fought since May 2020 uh, against Dom. I mean, when was the last time fucking John Jones fought? Doesn't seem that long ago either. He he only fought a year and a half ago. Yeah, well, he somehow was fighting, it felt longer. He was. Uh, I mean, I was enjoying the Henry Cejudo fights because motherfucker fought like his like a killer out there. He was. I mean, he ended this thing. He he beat Mighty Mouse by split. Knocked out TJ in 32 seconds. Knocked out Marlon Moraes in the third round after losing the first, at least. Got domed quite a bit. Then knocked out Dominic in the second, possibly because the referee was drunk. And smell of cigarettes. Smell, uh, smell of cigarettes, if we remember correctly. Yeah. If that brings Henry back, it's not like we're like... I mean, okay. I don't care. Let's be honest. What does it mean? If, he beats, if you beat Volkanovski, okay. That'd be sick. Yeah. That'd be fucking sick if somebody wins a third a belt in the third weight class. That would be although, nuts. Although we would have to deal with Hen- Henry Stick again. Um, I've never seen someone so saccharine and just like, I don't know if saccharine is the right word, but I guess corny. He is so goddamn corny what, what in does everything he, call himself? he says. Uh, the King of Cringe? King of Cringe, yeah. yeah. It's a very apt title. I mean, he's, a, he's self-aware about it, I guess. She might make it worse, honestly. It's like he intentionally being a, a cringy about it. Yeah, okay, let's do it. Bring Henry back if he wants to. If he wants to do it, I don't care. Seems like Ali has pictures of Dana White or something. So what else? What else? What else do we not? What What else is there at one forty five that this is even being entertained? Because I mean, I I like the prospect of a Cejudo Volkanovski fight just. Just because of the storyline. Here are the rankings. You know, he's, he's moving up, uh, you know, 20 pounds and possibly a three-division champ. But, I mean, what else, is there no one else compelling? We got Max at number one ranked. Ortega mm-hmm. at number two. Yair at three still, which I don't know how updated this is. Yair just got beat by Max. and Put up a hell of a fight, quite frankly. But Yair is not getting a title shot off a loss. Zombie, I don't think is coming off of a win. Zombie's coming off of a loss, if I if I remember correctly. I think Calvin Cater's got a fight booked, and that's five. And I think his last fight was when Max broke records. I'm at Arnold Allen at six now. So there's guys. It's just that the top four of this division is nuts. Honestly, like it's a big barrier to break. So yeah. But it's also hard to, I mean, because I think, didn't he just fight Ortega? Yeah, he just fought Ortega, so that's not happening again. Yeah, he, so, he, beat, he beat Ortega and he's beaten Max. And yeah, I, mean, I, think, outside, I think this is, if he wants, unless he wants Max, to wait. Yeah, unless he wants to wait. Max, there's not really much else. Yeah, unless he wants to sit around and do nothing. This is, you know, something to do. Um, I th- Fuck it, let's do it. Who cares? Um, it's not like anything makes sense anymore. Um, I saw, did you see the quote from Brandon Moreno where he said he likes... He, he says that Figueroa's the best sponsor he's ever had. Figueroa's paying for his house. Figueroa's paying was, for his car. That was a that was some beautiful shit talk. Yeah, right? that, man, is such a nice guy. That was a nice way of putting it. Um, by the way, if somehow Matt, uh, Henry gets a third title, ooh, Conor McGregor's gonna want to fight Usman. He already is talking about fighting Usman, but ooh, if somebody else gets a third. What if it's Henry of all? That's the way. Those are the weight classes to pull this off in, man. Ten pound differences. Hey, how, about, how about Connor? Instead of worrying about you know a third belt, he worries about getting a W. All right, get me a win. Get me a win before you start thinking about the uh, belts, Connor. All right, he, he, Connor's just gonna his manager's gonna call up the UFC and say he's ready, and they're gonna say who does he want to fight, and then that's it. Okay, that's, that's how I it's don't know, go. man. You, you, I think you're thinking Connor has as much uh, pull as he used to. I don't think he does. I think he very much does. They don't, I don't to, know. They only, they only have to pay know. one guy in a Conor McGregor card. And they make way more money. Um, all right. The other news. Did you see that triad thing 
or the highlights at least. I would, no one watched it live. Let's be honest. I of course did not watch that, but I did watch the highlights. I did see poor Frank Mir stumbling and bumbling around the ring, you know, knocked out on his feet. That was that was sad to watch. I that was he was fighting like a real person who's got like fights with Anthony Joshua, real person. Like and Frank got domed like a minute into this fight. Um and then Dan, Tan Dan really uh, wasn't so sure, I felt, with that stoppage. Like, I think I, uh, the, box, the the opponent really did Frank a favor by not going. Because Wait, Tan Dan, Dan, a, Dan Mergliata was the boxing ref? I mean, that in itself is a, presents an interesting situation. I don't know if Tan Dan does that normally. Um, I also, I thought it was a three-sided cage this whole time. I was kind of hoping for a three-sided cage. It's a three-sided ring. Yeah. What are we doing? Do we just are someone showing up with a piece of wood and a, like a sharpie and decide and trying out different shapes? Like what are? Well, Bobby, the name of the promotion is Triad. No, the, so the name of the promotion is Triller. Tr- triller, Triad, yeah. Triller, Triad. What's the first three letters? T R I. Try. I don't think there's an I in Triller. Is there? Yeah. I don't. I don't think the spelling. There should be an I. There should be an I in Triller. Okay. Now yeah. that you say it, I'm not sure if there is a dive, Look, but there should be. Frank said he made most money of his career. It sounds like right up on seven near seven figures. Platinum Mike Perry said he got paid. Where are all these people? Where is this please getting all this money Triller? from? I think they're deficit hey. spending like a nobody. I wonder if me buying stuff on fight, if us buying stuff on fight TV is the only thing funded, funding Triller at this point, Mike. <laughs> we order AEW pay per views. That's the only way they're, they're doing this. Yeah, I. This is almost like affliction, but with less integrity. Like we're not, we're we're right up there with like the elite XC area, you know. We're like we had the promoter's son yelling at Petrozelli for knocking out Kimbo. We're right on the edge of that. I feel with this thing. I, I will say I do miss that trailer card. Like what was it that? Was it the Jake Paul? Um, uh, Askren. Askren, yes. The Jake Paul Askren card that was just a goddamn shit show where it was, you know, weird fights. Uh, De La Hoya's there all coked out of his mind. That was... There's, there's just weird, like, like just performances for no reason throughout oh, this the whole thing. this one had Metallica. Yeah, Pete Davidson just shitting on one of the main eventers. Oh, I miss those trailer days. That was only, like, seven months ago. The, I, this one had Metallica... Metallica's not a cheap band to book. This is not a one-hit wonder band. <laughs> it's, it reminds me of like this is real specific, but like WCW in its dying days had Megadeth as a metal band just on TV for like the last half an hour of Nitro. And I didn't give a shit about Megadeth anyway. But I remember thinking like, yo, I'm I'm trying to watch wrestling. Like <laughs> that's what I'm doing on Monday nights. Is watching wrestling, not watching a performance of this fucking random ass band on TNT. On a, this doesn't do anything for me, man. Right? I don't, I don't know if you could call Megadeth a random band. I mean, I don't know any Megadeth songs. No, no, they're a big deal. But like, I mean, they had Kiss. Kiss. I think they had like a Kiss. They WCW. Man, I, mean, I wish you were a wrestling fan back then, and Michael, we were friends. You missed No Limit Soldiers. There was a feud between Master P and his crew, the No Limit Soldiers. And they had some wrestlers. And the other side, what the fuck were their name? They were like the country boys. It was just like, and then they had, a, they had their own song. Because No Limit Soldiers played their songs. And then these wrestlers had a song called Rap is Crap. And it is one of the more entertaining videos you're going to find that a wrestling company produced. I was firmly in the in, on the side of the country boys after this song. It was hilarious. Anyway, I'm off the path here a bit. Yeah, I don't know what, these people are just throwing money at the wall. And I just hope that when it's over, Fight TV doesn't go down with them. That's all I'm at. That's my entire mentality of Triller. You say you say that as if uh, you know AEW won't be able to find another place to stream their pay per views. No, but it's not. I'm not. I'm actually thinking like they put on a, like a lot of wrestling promotions and MMA promotions depend on fight because all you need is just like a camera <laughs> and like they'll. I don't know how it works, but they'll they'll stream like Alaska Championship fighting in HD. On fight, and I don't understand it entirely how this is happening and what the price breakdown is. But 
Whoever did this is goddamn hero. It's really democratized the fight and wrestling and promotion landscape. Anyway, trillers. We're gonna do, we're doing Quentin Jackson and uh, Shannon Briggs next. Yo, I'm paying for that one. Yo, I'm watching that one, man. Yo, let's go, champ. Let's 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 not be throwing shade on Shannon the Cannon Briggs. Yeah, but you're right? rooting, you're rooting for Quentin. No, I'm not. I'm rooting for Shannon Briggs. We are an MMA podcast. Show some respect for Quentin Jackson. Yo, you need to show some respect for Shannon the Cannon Briggs. That man is inspirational. I look. I on the, Instagram. The one where he's on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> where uh, what's the fucking uh, Klitschko Vla- is on uh, vacation? Vladimir Klitschko, yeah. And then Shannon's coming on a boat, yelling, "Let's go, <laughs> champ!" You can't tell me that wasn't. F- on some level plan. It, it was, was not. It was, it was too not. well done. Yo, yo, Shannon Briggs. All right, for those of you that don't follow Shannon Briggs on on, on Instagram and uh, don't know who the hell he is, he was a big-time heavyweight boxer in the 90s and the 2000s. At one point, he was the lineal heavyweight champ. And for a stretch about six, seven years ago, he was, he kept campaigning against the Vladimir Klitschko, who at the time was the heavyweight champion for a fight. And he straight up followed this man around Florida at one point where he followed, he followed Vladimir Klitschko at a, at a restaurant. He ate he his food. He, he followed him at another restaurant. He don't just pass right on. He sat down in front of Klitschko and started eating <laughs> off his plate. <laughs> Took his bowl and said, "I eat what you eat, champ." <laughs> <laughs> and then the best part was, as Bobby alluded to, when he found the that Vladimir Klitschko was wakeboarding or wherever that shit is, where like you stand on like a, a surfboard or some shit, and <laughs> Shattered Briggs on his boat, like I guess throws waves. Uh, Vladimir Klitschko and Klitschko falls into the water. It's it's compelling TV. If you ever want to laugh for about five minutes, look look this shit up. And that is why Shannon Briggs will oh I'll always be in his corner, even against Quentin Rampage Jackson. This is not gonna go well for Quentin, man. If they're really doing this, like I don't care how old, I don't care. Shannon looks like he's on. The best Mexican supplements. Okay, and let me tell you, a few years ago, a few years ago, he he popped for being on the best Mexican (laughs) supplements. I'm just saying, Quinn looks like he is on on the best Mexican food in Southern California. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) Quentin looks like he hasn't missed a meal. Like, and I love Rampage Jackson. Mark and I paid money to go to Quentin Jackson versus Vanderlei Silva four. Real money. This wasn't a Bellator invitation. They said no. We tried to not pay. Okay? We paid real money and watched Quentin Jackson and Vanderlei Silva throw down in their, their old asses. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's not the one I'm debating. The one I'm debating is I don't want to pay for Jake Paul and Tommy Fury, but Frank Gore is my favorite. You're going to. Frank Gore is my favorite 49er. Like, ever. How do, how sad does that make you feel, man? Like, I really hope it's not that Frank Gore and Darren Williams don't have any money. No, they're fine. Well, Frank, Frank is nuts. Apparently, Frank is also from Florida. Where is it in that part of Miami that looks like you might, you're you definitely going to die? Miami? Liberty Town or something? Liberty City? Or is yeah. that the name, or is that the name of the fictional Miami in, um... In Grand Theft Auto. I don't know. He went to Coral Gables High School. My understanding is it's not the best. I saw Cocaine Cowboys. That doesn't look like the place you want to be. Okay? Between that and the U. And Frank, I didn't know this, didn't wear pads, really. Like, he wore very minimal pads while playing football. And Frank's interview with the Pat McAfee show last week was among my favorite interviews anybody's ever given. Um, Where he said, I like you, Pat. You're not a pussy. Really entertaining shit. Um... (laughs) Darren Williams is way taller than him. But people don't know what we're talking about. Frank Gore is a former NFL running back for the 49ers, Jets, and Colts. I think that was it at the end when he played with he played with you guys for a little bit, right? Yeah, the, I think for like his last two years. And like the Colts for a little bit in there too. Um 
He's five foot nine. Uh, I think two fifteen, maybe two ten. And I think yeah, for Darren, I think Darren Williams is six one, two fifteen. And Darren Williams owns, is a former NBA player for the Utah Jazz, who owns uh, what's the name of his fucking gym? The one in Dallas. He owns that gym. It's a real team. Uh, not dominance. So, let me see if I can look this. So up. he he's actually been doing. He's actually been doing like combat training for probably a long time then. Yeah, um for for this MMA. That one's his. Um Frank says he's been boxing since 2005. That being said, I mean, okay, that's that main event is Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury. I don't want to give Jake Paul money. I really don't. But I I also am concerned Frank Shamrock is a Frank Shamrock. Frank Gore is going to get hit with an uppercut. That is going to be depressing to me on multiple levels. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like I don't, I don't wish negativity towards Darren Williams, but I need Frank to take his head off his shoulders. That's what I need to happen in this fight. Okay, <laughs> it's my favorite 49er ever, not named Kaepernick. Um, all right. Um, how, about, how about wait? How about how about Joe Montana? I'm too. I'm like I dude. I was too young for all that shit. Oh, uh, okay. So, so you're talking about Niners? You actually remember? I, I only like, remember pretty much. Like the Super Bowl, the first Super, the, pretty much the first, the, the last Super Bowl, like the one Steve Young and Jerry Rice won over the Chargers is like the first one I really remember f- games beyond just being in the living room rooting for the Niners. All I remember about the night, like the Joe Montana uh, Niners, was I just remember vaguely as a kid that team seems to always be winning. That's all I really remember about the Niners. I remember my dad used to watch football and then he would yell touchdown and then I would yell touchdown. And that was pretty much it. I didn't really understand what was going on. I remember that Super Bowl against the Chargers because I came out of it really like Junior Seau became my favorite non-Niner player because I felt that Junior poor Junior Seau was single-handedly trying to defend all eleven players on the 49ers at once that year. It was depressing. Um, okay, um, yeah, not a nonsense going on right now. It sounds like John Jones is still enjoying himself down in uh, Arizona though, with f- training with Henry Zahudo. So there's that. I think I talked about it. Did I talked about this last week where John Jones has said he's 60 days sober and people counted out that it's been 58 days since he got arrested. That was yep. A plus, A plus work. Yeah. Uh, uh, and you know, to his credit, two days later, he said, now I'm 60 days sober. He, God bless him. Um, said he's going to, but he said he bought himself a cyber truck. He pre ordered a cyber truck and that he bought his uh, wife a Tesla model or his fiance a Tesla Model X. So. John Jones is trying to go electric. Should have bought her some maize. Okay, that was a, that was a bit harsh. Um, all right, let's make these picks for these fights and delve into the nonsense more somehow. Um, Jose Aldo and uh, Rob Font. Betting lines for this one looks like we got ourselves Jose as a slight underdog, from what I can tell. Um, which I just had in front of me a second ago. I think he's... No, I can't find it. Jose is a plus 120 underdog to Rob Bonds, minus 140. Let's pretty much pick him. Yeah, I'm going to take I'm gonna take Rob Font. All right, and Mark is taking Font, correct? Yeah, Mark's taking uh, Rob Font as well. Stefan has been the guy waving the Rob Font flag the most. Last time we saw Rob Font, he uh, won a five-round decision over Cody Garbrandt back in May. Um, this is the biggest fight of his career, straight up. It's for a guy we've wanted to get us get a shot at this. Thirty-four years old. This is it. Um, this is the biggest fight of Rob Font's career. This is the biggest fight of Rob Font's career for other reasons as well. Because I need him to lose. Because I'm going to be taking Aldo in this fight. So I need him to shit the bed. Fair enough. Um, Rafaan on a four-fight winning streak. Um, I'm trying to remember last time we saw Jose fight. Um, I remember, I think it was... I'm pretty sure he won. Yeah, he's coming off of two wins. Beat up Pedro Munoz back in August. Non-champion Aldo fights a fair amount. Yeah, he's been he's been very active uh, over the last few years, and 
as you commented before we started the the podcast, you know, you would think that he's really started slowing down and, you know, isn't doing as well as he used to and not accumulating any wins. But, I mean, he's on a two-fight win streak. Um, he's turned it around from the three-fight losing streak he was on. Um, and... I think he has a really good chance of, of winning this fight. Yeah, I'm, slow, I don't think I'm slowly he's lost talking that myself. Much of a step. Yeah, I'm slowly talking myself out of this, quite frankly. Um, but I don't want to. So Mark and I on Rob Font, you on Jose Aldo. Over on the other channel, we got the return of Horaguchi. Kyoji Horaguchi returning to Bellator. Last time we saw Horaguchi fighting Bellator was <sighs> December or June 2019. Darian Caldwell, when he uh, he took Darian's the, yeah. title. He took Darian Darian's Bellator bantamweight championship. Uh, in that since then there was this whole you know situation pandemic where uh, we really couldn't get Kyoji over here. So Bellator crowned a new bantamweight champion. Um, I think they did, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, I think I think he lost the title due to injury. I don't think it was because of uh, COVID. Actually, no, fair enough. Oh, you're right. Anyway, Archuleta came in, won it, won a vacant match with Patchy Mix, and then Sergio Pettis uh, won that title back in Uncasville, the great city of Uncasville. Uncasville. Back in, back in mm. May, uh, Sergio Pettis, someone I've been a big fan of for a while. Uh, Horiguchi, a guy we all kind of just sit around wondering why he's not in the UFC. Just make no, not to make a ton of sense. But Sergio's coming off of four straight wins, um, one finish in there, three decisions. His last fight was in May, and Horiguchi's last fight buh, 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 was December, last December of last year. December yeah. of last year in Ryzen, uh, avenging a loss to. Kai Asakura. Um, I I like Sergio Pettis. I think more than any of you guys do. I think I know I've watched more of his fights. He looks like he's really gotten better. Quite frankly, I do believe he's one of the best bantamweights in the world. But uh, Horaguchi has um, something that Sergio doesn't, and that motherfucker will knock you out. That's the one. And. Sergio's a Sergio kind of reminds me of Anthony, and not just the way they fight, but like he just doesn't have the the zip behind his punches necessarily that Anthony does. Um, and I have a hard time, and I didn't even say the odds for this one. Now that I think about it, um, minus one sixty five to Horiguchi, plus one forty five to Sergio Pettis. I have a hard time. I part of me thinks it'd be better, honestly, for Bellator. I mean, I know it would be. It'd be very good for Bellator if Sergio won this fight. I think it'd be. I think Horiguchi's got some name value, at least for people like you and me. Um, I think they're they're not talking. They're not marketing to the same people the UFC is. UFC is assumed they have all the hardcore fans, right? UFC is trying to get people who don't regularly watch MMA to tune in. Bellator is still trying to get the people who watch regular regularly watch the UFC to watch Bellator. And I think Horiguchi does have name value to people like us and people like that. So I think it'd be really good for Sergio to win. I just don't think it's going to happen. I think, I mean, maybe he does. I thought the line's close for a reason. But I push comes to shove, that's a long time to not get hit. Um, I don't know if, I don't know, I don't, I can't tell you off the top of my head how good Sergio's chin is. I can tell you he's a hell of a grappler. Um, if it goes to the mat, I like his chances. He's got one loss by knockout. I st I'm still taking Koroguchi. I think Mark is as well, right? Uh, yeah, Mark said he's taking Horiguchi as well, so mm -hmm. we'll be sweeping it on on that one. Mm -hmm. uh, also, I did rewatch the Darian Caldwell fight, um, the the second Darian Caldwell mm -hmm. fight that Horiguchi had, and I don't know he he showed pretty good wrestling defense in that one. Um, he got rocked pretty well in that first round and was able to to defend elbows and uh, and you know and offer some pretty good wrestling defense in that first uh in that first round so i don't know i feel like that horiguchi has the power advantage and he won't have to worry about uh sergio's uh sergio strikes and that should leave it where he doesn't have to 
he doesn't have to really look too much for the striking and can defend any takedowns that Pettis will try and do. So it's not often that you see that the reigning champion is uh, is an underdog, and there's good reason for that in this fight. Um, I think Hor- I think Horaguchi might live in this country now. He trains out of American Top Team, so yes, got American Top Teams on top of it. Um, I somebody, I'm not advocating, but uh, he's got to go back to the UFC. Like what? He's only 31 now. Like when Mighty he, Mouse was when, when I mean, Mighty he, Mouse he left the UFC. Him. He left the UFC on a three fight win streak. He was 15 and one when he faced Mighty Mouse, and he himself thought he wasn't ready. He I remember him saying he doesn't think he's ready to fight. I don't know the best fighter in the world at the time, you know the greatest champion the UFC's ever fucking seen, and he got hit with that uh the German suplex into the armbar. That was that one at the last second of the last round. Since that fight, since that last to Mighty Mouse, he is thirteen and one, and he avenged the one. That's. It's pretty good. He's far too good for the level of talent he's experiencing here right now. Dan Lambert needs to call up Dana White if he's if he's running his career through Dan Lambert and American Top Team. I if he, I, he needs to go back. Yeah, what's I up don't know with, if they'll pay him. Well, what's up with Horiguchi not being uh, you know one of the Lambert gang you know in, in AEW? What's up with that? Because uh, I, I mean, he's too nice. <laughs> I could I could have seen him playing like the page role, you know. Get some shots in. I still stand by Junior trying to smile. Junior hitting someone <laughs> and smiling was so it was no it was impossible to boo, boo Junior Dos Santos. Literally impossible. Junior's doing standing moonsaults. Um, yeah, that's all we're picking, folks. There's some decent stuff actually. Uh, I think Manny Sanchez is on this Bellator card, which isn't bad either. Um, I got a sh- I mean I got a Showtime subscription, baby. So. Um, as I grapple with whether or not I'm going to watch this new season of Dexter, which is surely going to just lead to pain for me, um, I'll definitely check out Bellator while I have it, you know. Bobby, did you know that I stopped watching Dexter because of you? How, when did you pull? When did you stop watching? What, what's, what's, how, how far did you get? So I binged through season four. Trinity Killer? I Yeah, I... I binged through the season where at the end, Deborah. Oh ahead. come on, that show's been off the air for like ten years. Okay. Uh, where Deborah finds out, like oh, in the okay. season finale. That's the second that, to last. Uh, that was, that's second to last season. I thought that. No, I thought that was season four. No, no, season four is when the Trinity Killer. That was the last good season. That was that was the Trinity Killer with uh, John Lithgow. So I think I watched until the end of season five. She. I think. She, she didn't find out until the end of six or seven. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Season five was uh Is that Jimmy Julie Smith? St- was Julie Styles. No, season three was Jimmy Smith, I think. Season three or two. What the hell? I don't believe Season that. five was Julia Stiles, for sure. Because that moment we're all just like, this is real stupid. All right. <laughs> well, I know that I remember I was binging through I think I got to the Julia Styles season. Real bad. And, I think I told you to stop watching. <laughs> and you told me it gets really bad after Deborah finds out, and at that point I'm like, "Well, if I it know gets it gets even bad, worse, yeah, I don't want to watch it." Yeah, look, let me tell you, the first four seasons are great, and then the guy who uh, ran the Iron Fist TV show was running the Dexter show after that. Then that, do you remember the Iron Fist show? How bad it was? I, I don't even know what show you're talking about. Iron Fist. Oh, uh, the Marvel show. Yeah. Oh man, he was running that show. Yeah, it's terrible. Scott Buck. All right. Um, we might as well already doing it, but let's do stuff we like. Um, I'm going to talk about the show, uh, the uh, the Crown. Do you watch as the in show? as in the Netflix show, yeah. The Crown? Like, yeah. did you just start watching it? I just watched all four seasons in the last like three weeks. May I, may I ask what 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 started this? Like, I it was it was recommended to me. Okay. Okay. It's it's just such a it's just such a random thing that it's like it's been out it's been out for like four years. Let me years. tell you, Mike. I'm disappointed. Have you watched the show? Hell yeah, I watched the okay. show. It's I'm disappointed in you when the new season comes out. I'm disappointed in you. 
Why are you disappointed in me? You know what I'm I like. In you. I'm you, disappointed in you. That took you this long to get you, on this show. I you know what I like. Tell you to watch this shit. You should be though. This is the thing. You've diluted your credibility so much because you watch too many shows, and I don't think you even recommended this one to me. Okay, this one, a historical drama with politics. How how you not going to recommend this to me? I feel like you should have been watching the show already. Like okay. it's only only everybody talks about the goddamn show. Okay, so this for people who don't watch the show, it tracks the queendom, the reign of Queen Elizabeth II, the current Queen of uh, England or the United Kingdom, I guess. A whole bunch of places: the Commonwealth, the realm. Those dragons, maybe not a different show, but yeah. um, you guys got it. Um, starts off with her being in her early twenties, becoming the queen, and each season covers a specific time period. Um, so the actors do change after the first two seasons for seasons three and four, and they actually changed again for seasons five and five, five and six, which are the last two seasons. Um, just think that John Lithgow, this is a real John Lithgow episode. Big John Lithgow show this week. John Lithgow is Winston Churchill. It was 10 minutes into him, me seeing him on screen, not even, maybe five minutes. And I'm like, did he win something for this? Because he's fucking killing it. And then I looked up real quickly. Okay, he's he's won some awards for playing Winston Churchill. Um, amazing. Um, he is so good in it. Um, the first couple seasons. Claire Foy, who plays the plays Queen Elizabeth in the first couple seasons, great. Olivia Coleman, I think it's seasons three and four. That's correct. Excellent. Um, Vanessa Kirby plays Princess Margaret in the first couple seasons, who I think most people know her now probably from Hobbs and Shaw. Um, she was the. I, don't, I think most people know no, her. No, beyond the this. Crown. If they don't watch this. Oh, okay. Yeah. Probably her most high, pro- high profile role. Hobbs and Shaw got like $100 million. I don't know even talking about. Um, and uh, seasons three and four, Princess Margaret was played by Helena Bonham Car- Carter, Alec, uh, a.k.a. Bellatrix Lestrange. Um, right. We also got Matt Smith was from Doctor Who. One of the Doctor Who's played Prince Philip. That would be Matt Smith. Smith. I don't know who played Doctor uh, played Philip in the second, in the third and fourth seasons. I liked oh, him. Also, a little, a little inside baseball here. Um, as I was typing out the labels... Um, for the prediction post, I had actually just gotten to Bellator as you were talking about Helena Bottom Carter, uh-huh. and what I put was Bellatrix rather Very than nice. Bellator. <laughs> um, it's a really good show. It's just really well done. Mike obviously watches it. I watched the first four seasons. Season five doesn't come till next November, I guess. Um, obviously, pandemic put some gaps in some stuff. They, um, they are currently filming that season right now. And if you watch any of the, if you read any of the entertainment gossip mags and stuff, they'll have like little onset pictures that some paparazzi take of uh, certain scenes. So, like, they uh, just filmed the revenge dress episode for Princess Diana. Are they so killing her this season? Are they killing her season six? Um, I think, think this is the final season. So, no, there's two more. There's two more seasons. There's two more. So they she didn't die until 97. Mm-hmm. And the show ended, last season ended in 90. So they could they could do her and maybe end the season with her dying. Maybe. Well, look, we're not getting we're not getting fucking Prince Andrew's a pedophile on this show, right? No, no, we're not we're getting We're not that. getting that, okay? That. I think um I think the show is slated to end maybe around like, it's, it, I think it's covering time frames until like maybe two thousand. I think it so. ends with homeboy getting married. Um, it's my guess. If I had to guess, I don't um, think it's going. I don't think it's getting that far. I you don't think William gets married? No, I don't think. I don't think it does. We're not gonna get more. I don't know. The kids are born already. We're in ninety. We got two. Each of these seasons has been like what ten year stretches. It take. depends. It depends when they kill Diana in this show. Honestly, I think I think she dies at the end of this season. If they're gonna have, if they're gonna have a a, a whole another season after this, yeah, then that that makes sense. I got a real. Do you remember her dying? I got a real yeah. specific memory. 
I was I was in the yard getting some helado bone uh-huh. in a in a car, and all I heard is "Oye, la princesa se murió," and I'm like, uh-huh. "We don't have a princess here in the yard." Uh-huh. Literally, the words that came out of my mouth, and they're like, "No, la princesa de Inglaterra," and I'm like, "Oh shit." I uh crazy. I remember we were in Tahoe and it was the same day as the Niners playing. It was like opening week, I think, because it was like end of August. It was Labor Day weekend. Which is the first week of the NFL season, traditionally. Um I don't know sure what changed now with the number of games and shit, but the Niners played the fucking Buccaneers. And this was when I think, at least for me as a young child, realized this Buccaneers team with this Warren Sapp fellow were not to be trifled with because Warren Sapp fucking murdered Steve Young. Steve Young injured. And then uh, I think John Lynch knocked Jerry Rice into the next zip code. Jerry Rice and Steve Young of my beloved 49ers got hurt in this game. And it was when, it was when the shit fell off the rails for the 49ers. That was earlier in the day. My dad lost a couple hundred dollars on that game. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Princess Diana died. Uh, this was that same day. It was like August, last couple of days of August, 97. I, I will say like when I heard, like I, I didn't know anything about the I knew my mom liked her. That was it. My mom, like, my mom liked her a lot. That's all I knew. Yeah. And like, that the king, and what's his name had fucked around on her. I knew that. I, I knew none of that. Yeah. I like Princess Diana was not, the royal family was not something talked about in my household. Um... And I remember my aunt had to like educate me on all right, who are these people and why should I care as a <clears throat> as an eleven year old. Yeah, I remember like my like my mom would get the magazine sometimes. They talk about Diana and stuff. She was she was a big deal, man. She was a real people who were younger maybe don't realize how big of a deal she was. Uh, she was a goddamn star, and uh, she really humanized the royal family. Um, which a lot of the conflict came from the fact that they didn't necessarily believe they needed to be humanized right or wrong. They, I mean, a lot of like the queen's belief was that they're trying to set an ideal, you know, and what she was trying to accomplish as, you know, and some of it, of course, was Diana one liking being famous, but like trying to make herself look more, you know, what they call her the people's princess. That's what she was called. People's princess, you know? So yeah. Um, Really good show though. Honestly, really, really good show. Um, the other thing I watched is I got that Showtime subscription, so I finally finished the that season of Billions, the second half or the last couple episodes that came out. Um, that they had to stop in the middle of four. Um, it's not bad the show at all. I still like the show, but I st- I'll stand by this, Mike. I've been saying it for years, and I think you agree with me. Showtime doesn't doesn't end shows. Showtime drags a show out until it needs to be put down. Like it just keeps going. Let's see. Let, let's let's do a quick uh let's weeds. do a quick uh weeds. Yeah, weeds. Californication went on mm-hmm. about two seasons too long. Weeds went on about four seasons too long. I I can't say whether Shameless has gotten worse because and not even because I started not liking the show, I just stopped watching. I did too. I stopped watching after the first three seasons, I think, three or four. But but I gotta imagine after nine or ten seasons, it, it still can't. Do you be ever good. feel? Do you ever feel like with a show like? And I'm at this point with billions now too. This show has said everything it's gonna say. Say to me, like there'll be different stories, yada yada yada. But I've gotten my fulfillment of what is happening in this television program at this point. Mm-hmm. Like I've already, ch- I'm done. I got it. That's what's happening here. Um, Billions is on season five. I think they got picked up for season six. I still like it, but like, if I'd never watch, I didn't like. If I never watch, if it just ceased to exist, I would be fine. At any point, it could have ended after the first couple seasons too. It's hard for a show to go like long time, unless you're like in a sitcom or something like that. You know what I mean? Once it starts yeah. to go, and, and especially when it's, uh, you know, when it's each season is like, you know, it's whole a whole new thing in regards to each new season, mm. and when you have subject matter like you know billions, where it's not like a show like I don't know like The Sopranos, where you can kind of have like a new a whole whole new overarching you know yeah thing 
um, each new season. I guess it's maybe easier with like a crime thing or, or something. Mm. But yeah, it's a little different with billions, you know? Like what extravagant, like, you know, rich guy shit are we going to get into this season? Yeah, and then, you know, what? how far are you with billions? Um, I think I'm on like episode one or two of the new season. I mean, Corey, Corey Stoll is a guy now, right? Prince, the other rich guy that he's trying to compete with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we had to like just bring in the rich guy in. You know, just to spice it up and stuff. And anyway, it's still a good show, um, but it could stop existing. They had that episode where Becky Lynch randomly showed up too. What was that? That was like a year or so ago. That was uh, like the first few episodes of uh, season four. That was that was just because Dan Soder's a big uh, wrestling fan, right? <laughs> I like Dan Soder quite a bit, but I felt this is not necessary for this show. Yeah, that's what I watched. Though. I've been watching Billions for weeks now, um, and I really like it. I think it's a really good show. It helps justify the fucking Netflix money we keep paying for, Mike. Netflix is pricey. Just saying. Wait, what do you mean? Like, why you can't watch Billions on Netflix? No, uh, the, the Crown. I'm sorry, I meant oh, the Crown. Okay, gotcha. No, yeah, the Crown is well worth it. Um, I've had a, I've had an uninterrupted Netflix subscription since I was 18 years old. I think, which is very odd when you think about it. Damn, um, wait, you've had Netflix since you were 18? Sophomore year, 19 years old, since I was 19 years old. I got my first Netflix, I guess not that much later than you. Like, uh, first year of law school is when I signed up for Netflix, so mm. I was still one of the ones where it's uh, you actually got DVDs. I was getting three DVDs at a time at first. And, and definitely you know definitely for those? normal, un- Shady means, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like with those DVDs, like yo, you you keep them for like so long because they always forget to re- return them. I had uh, the DVD or the Blu-ray from uh, The Rock for an entire year of law school. I'm confident we moved apartments, and I found it and said, "Let's go to the new place." <laughs> we went from there. Um, yeah, that's what I got. Though. That's what I watched, um, and I didn't watch Hawkeye at all. Which I don't. Uh, did you? I did. Okay, don't spoil it. Uh, spoiler, but what do you think overall so far? I like it so far, but you know, as you as you've mentioned, I like too many shows. So, what does my opinion mean for anything? Right? I apologize for that. <laughs> how many how many CW people do you recognize in this TV show, Mike? <laughs> in Hawkeye? Yeah, there weren't any. Is what's her name on it yet? Uh, I know she's Haley, coming. Haley Seinfeld? No. Elena? No, Elena. Yeah, uh, Florence Pugh. Yeah. Nah. Uh, she's not. She's not in the first two episodes. I mean, she's coming though. That's what I feel. The show well, calls. She for, was, she's called? in the cast list. So okay. that that kind of gave it away. Yeah. Um, Haley Steinfeld is playing Hawkeye's daughter. No. Um, Haley Steinfeld is playing Kate Bishop, who's someone who, you know, shoots arrows and shit as well. No. Oh, so it's like a mentor type thing, though. Probably. Yeah. Um. She was. I'm trying to think who that is. Bumblebee. That was her, right? She was in the movie Bumblebee. Uh, more importantly, she was in Pitch Perfect Two. Um, oh, and, okay, like the the freshman girl whose yeah. mom was uh, Peggy Bundy was her mom. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And 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 not not as uh, important. She was in Pitch Perfect Three. That movie wasn't good. I mean, Pitch Perfect Two wasn't good. Fuck so, you. All right. You don't know. You don't, you don't. You don't. You don't. You don't know good movies. All right. Okay. All right. Aka awesome, right. Mike. Aka awesome. Becca, um, Becca made a mashup of two Christmas songs for Snoop Dogg. All right. Cinema I, masterpiece. Okay. Mike, what did you what did you got besides Hawkeye? <laughs> you play um, any of these games you bought? I did not buy any games. Um I I thought about buying uh, You bought Avengers. nothing? I, I didn't say I bought nothing. No, I thought you bought one of those games we were talking about. No, I ended up not buying any of them. Yo, man, I've got too many games still in the queue, all right? When I got the PS5, I was able to download so many goddamn games for free that I just have a backlog of shit. Like, I'm on, um, I'm on, what's the other game with the the Drake guy? Um, Uncharted? There we go, that's the one. Like, I'm still on Uncharted 3, all right? And I still got Uncharted 4 in the queue, ready to go, Okay. Do they which which Uncharted game is this movie going to be based on? One, 
I would I would guess one. And also, Mark Wahlberg is way too pretty to play Sully. What Mark Wahlberg looks like he should be playing Nathan Drake. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they told Mark this is what he looks like you gotta look like? And instead Mark just went home, lifted weights, got that fucking Rogaine in his hair, got that fucking just for men, showed up yoked, you know? <laughs> and they're like, Mark, you're playing Sully. He's like I know guys named Sully from down to down in Boston. They don't look like this fat prick. <laughs> I'm modeled after my friend Sully. Uh, but I, now that I've played uh, three of the games, I am looking forward to that movie. Um, thing I like this week, uh, shout out to, to Steph, as he normally was the one who would do uh, anime likes, especially obscure anime picks. But... I randomly this weekend started watching this anime called How a Realist Saved the Kingdom. And the gigantic twist with this anime is that it's set in um, the genre of uh, animes where it's like a normal guy gets dropped into a magical world. You know, paint by numbers so far. The difference with this one is that while he is the hero of the story, the way he saves the kingdom is through fiscal and monetary policy. There you go. That's what I was looking for. So he doesn't fight with the sword. He doesn't do any of that. So far in the episodes, what I've watched is that he has um, it's, it's a kingdom that was uh, in very bad financial situation. And he has so far... Um, solved their 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 food their food problem has uh cut down on their cash crop that was uh was oversaturating the market and found different ways for them to eat different foods and fix their fix their economy oh and in the latest episode uh they were about to be invaded by a uh by a neighboring country and you know he decided to, you know, invade them back and take over their capital. And that's where we've left it off so far. It's been a pretty fun watch. What is this um, on? It's on Funimation. What's the name of it? How a Realist Save the Kingdom. Okay. <laughs> it's It's been a pretty fun watch because some of the things are almost a little educational on a very basic level. On, um, you know, like, you know, running almost like just running a government. Um, so if this is a thing that gets people into an anime, I, I would be very shocked by it. I know it's very niche, but I've been enjoying it. All right. I felt we could, I mean, considering we started our podcast off talking about Diego and his cornerman of Jesus, the Holy Spirit and God against COVID. This really didn't go as much nonsense as much nonsense as I thought you and me were, were capable of. Well, Bobby, you know, we are mature men, all right? And we do not succumb to just playing with balloons, all right? I almost bought a $50 Nerf gun on Black Friday. It was $100 normally. It was $50 off. It was a Nerf Gatling gun. If I got into it before it sold out, I would have sent you the link as well. <laughs> I think Rufus has a leak. Rufus? I mean, yeah. people don't know who Rufus is. Rufus is the inflatable dinosaur I purchased for Mike as a Christmas present. That is five foot tall? About five feet tall. That's correct. Yeah. He's got a leak? Yeah, because I uh, I filled him up with air um, the other day. What was it, on Thursday? And he's here, like, just slowly withering away. You got to find that leak. You got to patch I mean, him up. Well, what am I going to do? Fill him up and just throw him in a tub and see where he bubbles out? No, I was going to just say squeeze and whatever the air comes out of would be the move, you know, oh. or, I could that throw big. A, or I could throw a five foot T-Rex into a tub and see where the bubbles come out. If you want to try to drown Rufus, that's on you. <laughs> Tells me what kind of pet owner you would be. Um, all right, boys and girls, next week, we actually get to preview a really good card, if I'm not mistaken, it is UFC 269. Um, we did lose, uh, we did lose Masvidal versus, uh, Leon Edwards, unfortunately, allegedly because of a broken rib, but 
Colby Covington said that, so could be literally anything. Um, we're going to have a fight card pretty fucking badass, Mike. Um, Charles Oliveira, Dustin Poirier for the lightweight championship. Amanda Nunes versus Juliana Pena and that mountain of shit talk she's been talking for months. Um, for the bantamweight championship. Jeff Neal, Santiago Ponzinibbio, sleeper fight right there for fight of the night. If uh, Poirier and Oliveira don't take it. Kai Kara France and Cody Garbrandt at flyweight. I don't know if we've seen Cody at flyweight yet. Is this the actual debut? I think or it might it? be, yeah. I mean, that's a weight class where he strings a couple together. They'll they'll give him a title shot. God knows we're fighting Frigorito and Moreno until, you know, we get to 10 matchups between them. Um, that's an interesting matchup there. Um, Sean O'Malley taking on Raleigh and Paiva. Sean O'Malley says, if you want me to fight a top five guy, pay me for, for to fight a top five guy. <laughs> UFC chose otherwise. Um, Dominic Cruz, Pedro Munoz, like that fight. Augusto Sakai, Tai Tuivasa. Josh Emmett, uh, Dan Ige, um, Priscilla Cachoeira, still in the UFC. Amazing. Um, Eric Anders, still cashing those UFC. I love watching Eric Anders. Fight. Eric Anders, still doing the damn thing. He's he's pretty much exhausted from like a minute and a half into the fight. But he's still there throwing heat in the third <laughs> round every time. <laughs> this is like a 20-fight card. I'm not exaggerating. There are six fight-pass fights on this thing. So anyway, it's not that's bad. A, not a not a bad card overall. Um, oh, uh, a shout out to uh, to what is he a small forward on your team, uh, Damian Lee, and uh, Ste- and Steph Curry's uh, sister having a baby a couple of days ago, according to Instagram. That's right. That's why Damian Lee's on the team. <laughs> hey, hey, he's, he's a, actually he's actually doing pretty well this year. Nah, this year, he's, he's okay. Look, we're like ten deep, All right, and he's ten. Okay, you think That's, he's done? I think he's, he's averaging like ten points a game, isn't he? Look, when Clay comes back, those minutes are not going to get any better for him. Okay, just saying, his job know. is going to be to give the ball to Jordan Poole on that second team. I don't know, man. Why are you hating, dog? Like, hey, man, the guy on the team is doing well. I like, I like him, but I mean, whatever we're paying him might be too much. That's all I'm saying. Let me see. Let, let me just take a quick look to see what, what this, this is. Definitely is. riveting. You know, let's, let's, end, let's end this podcast. Yeah, so, so we can happy. argue about Damien while, while, while I look this up. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to the show. I was Dr. Law. That was Lavender Gooms. We'll be back next week. I promise the show will. The adults are coming back. All right. Mark's coming to straighten the ship a little bit, which I thought I was the adult up until this point, but maybe not. Um, we're going to preview a whole bunch of those fights. Pick a whole bunch of them. However many it takes to make sure Mike doesn't win this thing this year. Um, thank you all so much for listening. Check us out next week. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Um, and yeah, peace out. See ya. See ya.